Warning, the content of the show offers a radical viewpoint, plus challenging the status quo. Accordingly, we ask you that you remain calm and listen to what's being said. If not, then there are other podcast shows out there that meets your conformity. Shut up and sit down. Welcome to this episode of Firebrand. I'm your host, AJ. Uh, If this is your first time listening, thank you. Um, Please consider subscribing to this show and other episodes here at Firebrand. Um, This episode, we're going to be talking about the latest development of the Supreme Court of the United States regarding how nonprofit religious hospitals, Universities, colleges, and the alike are wanting to opt out of the Affordable Health Care Act, otherwise known as Obamacare. This is something that came out of um, the Religious Freedom Restoration Act that Hobby Lobby, owned by the Green family, who are evangelical Christians, uh, where the Supreme Court validated their objection to contraceptive mandated, saying it's in a violation of the Religious Freedom Restoration Act. So since then, a lot of other organizations and the alike are looking towards using that case as a precedent in order for them not to use the Affordable Health Care Act. Uh, these are organizations like here in Illinois, Wheaton College. They said that they're not going to offer any insurance for their students just so they do not have to pay for the insurance which allows them to have students use contraceptives. This is the very thing that is very dangerous when you have organizations who really are hardline on their religious stance. When you have organizations that take more of a religious stance than being more practical when it comes to how they operate. It becomes a very slippery slope. For Wheaton College and Wheaton, Illinois not to offer their students insurance, then you're really hurting and providing a disservice for the students that need health insurance. So just because there's a, a clause in the health insurance that students can use contraceptives, just because you don't like that doesn't mean you have to negate the entire thing. I mean, just do your job. So all these religious nonprofits are wanting to about the birth control coverage that by notifying the Department of Health and Human Services of their religious objection. Now this in turn triggers an independent system of birth control coverage for those employees or students who want it. And there are a variety of religious nonprofits that contend 
that opt-out notification itself burdens their religious faith. The Obama administration countered that by refusal to notify those who would amount to the religious believers' veto of the rights of others who do not uphold those same beliefs. You know, and every time I think about these things and listen to these stories of hospitals and colleges and universities that want to really dismantle the Affordable Health Care Act. Now, don't get me wrong. There are things in the Affordable Health Care Act that I do not like about it. I mean, it's a very pro-business public policy. It very much is. So don't get me wrong on that. And that's for uh, another episode to be had. I will defend the Affordable Health Care Act to the point that when you have institutions like I'm mentioning Wheaton College, that when you have students who need it, and especially when you have a student population that has a very high um, sex rate, and then you have the assault on women on top of that. You are pretty much saying that you do not like the female demographic at your institution. Now I'm picking on a singular organization for this example. You're also saying that you don't even trust, no, I shouldn't say trust, you don't um, really think about your students at all, that you're more of a business. You know, and this is not, and then the same thing with hospitals. Just because you're a hospital and someone chooses to use contraceptives doesn't give you the right to say, no, you cannot. And this is where that slippery slope comes into play. If you're a business like Hobby Lobby, or you're a religious hospital, or you're a religious college or university, just because you have certain principles and you adhere to a certain religion or philosophical belief, that's all well and good, but you should not go as far to dictate what that student population or the people using your services, what they should and shouldn't be doing. This is the problem I have with religious fanatics. I'm all for using religion to create your own moral development. If you think Christianity, Islam, Judaism, uh, Hinduism, Buddhism, any any Abrahamic religions or Eastern religion you feel fits to your needs, go right ahead. Use it. I'm okay with that. But don't tell me that your religion supersedes my own beliefs. That it supersedes my own civil liberties. That it supersedes everything that I am doing. Because that is so false. I believe in a religion of Unitarian Universalism. 
where it does come out of the more um, New England Christian faction. And you really had Unitarians and Universalists merging together to create Unitarian Universalism. The idea that all of us belong on the same plane, that everybody works in harmony with together, whether you are a theist or you're agnostic, if not atheist, or more so religious humanist. Either way, however you identify yourself, we're all part of that same community. Whereas when I was Catholic, there were very rigid standards in Catholicism that when the book says, this is what the Old Testament says, this is what Paul said in the New Testament, this is what this story said, and people taking that literally is what I had a problem with. I don't mind interpreting it to a point to understand how that plays into the contemporary world. I don't mind the interpretation, the hermeneutics of that. But when you take it to word, if the word is the word, when God said the light turned on, it turned on. That's where I have the problem. When God says, Thou shalt not lay with another man like he lays another man like he does his woman. And you have to abide to that. That's where I have a problem with it. Because you have chosen to be selective on the things that speaks to you is where I have a problem. If you're going to be religious and take the entire context, not pick and choose the things that meet your ideals, your aims, because then that makes you look like more of a racist who's xenophobic, who's homophobic, who looks down and degrades women, who doesn't appreciate humanity in its fullest. Because you've chosen to select certain passages, certain texts, and you amplify that to what you do, and I'm talking to you, Westboro Baptist Church, I'm talking to you, Wheaton College, I'm talking to you, priests who go in and bomb abortion clinics. Yeah, even the religious right does these terrorist acts. Don't. It's not just the left. The right does its fair share as well. Same way with the Ku Klux Klan, who are also right-wing Christians. So this is the problem. And they're taking this before the Supreme Court. The Supreme Court is actually entertaining all these cases and listening to all these cases and then make a decision off this. Now, this won't be decided until March from what I've gathered. But from now until March, and to make a decision on that, is really asinine. There's a lot more other cases the Supreme Court must be listening to other than these things. And, I, and yeah, you're probably listening like, well, I mean, you left us. Yeah, I get it. I get it. And that's true. However, I think there's some sort of agreement 
that there are cases like this that from a business sense it's really stupid it really is I mean a business is a business a business is there to provide a service and you may have certain beliefs but if you just say no I will not give um, my services to this homosexual couple I won't give my business to this person who is trans this person whatever the case may be because you're choosing to isolate a part of the demographic that doesn't meet your marketing plan, that doesn't meet to your business standards. Because you're isolating them, now that group is amplifying to put you out of business. You know, if I had a business and I said that no guns are in my business, uh, you are, if you're a Christian, if you're whatever the case is, whatever lists of people and demographics that I don't want to see, then I will probably more likely um, be dragged out in the mud. You know? I mean, it's that's the. I mean, that's where I'm kind of getting at. You organizations, you religious nonprofit organizations, who want the same rights as churches, who are trying to get away by saying because of my religion that I should not be offering this thing, then don't be in business. Plain and simple, just don't be in business at all. Do not be in the private sector. Do not choose to do this. Do something else. But you won't because this is something that you're passionate about. You're passionate about providing baked goods. Your your purpose is to provide this service. You're wanting to educate people. You wanting to heal others. Then do your job. Just do your job. Go behind closed doors and say what you want to say. But to be out there and take this stand of, I am going to stand on my religious principles, is really a lose-lose situation. You know, anytime myself and others saying, you know, I'm standing on my political beliefs, you know, we get harassed about it you know and we get harassed very harshly by the media and by right wing groups and everything but when the right wing religion groups you know they are taking the task to a point when it comes to media but not so much they're taking the task by a group that really are saying what you're doing is wrong So it's really interesting when religious organizations find themselves in a situation that because they stand on a principle and when it comes to the time when there are people that come out and wanted to take them to task that they cannot play ball.
and they'll just whine about it. If anything, the right wing likes to whine, whether it's the Republican candidates for the debates, they're whining, don't I don't want to hear it because third party and independent candidates whine all the time to get time and every single one of you Republicans deny them that, but you're whining over time. Get over it. You have people like Kim Davis who got elected to do her job and wanting not to sign marriage licenses because of her religious beliefs. Just do your job. Wheaton College, do your job and provide health care insurance for your students. Hobby Lobby, just do your job and provide the arts and crafts things that your stone owns. Chick-fil-A, do your job and just serve that chicken and do all that. If we people on the left have to put our religious stances at bay and other things at bay, then keep your crap at bay also. Keep your religion at bay. I don't want to hear about the good word of Jesus Christ. I really don't want to hear about how religion that you are being ostracized by the media or being ostracized by the public. You're being ostracized because you create things to be ostracized. And I'm talking about Ted Cruz's. I'm talking about Mike Huckabee's. I'm talking about the Bobby Jindals and the Liberty Universities and the Westboro Baptist Church and all these organizations that all they do is whine. They whine and they do extreme things for it. It's really sad. It is really sad. A little bit to this point. For those of you you might know of the film director, Kevin Smith, he did a movie called The Red State. If you haven't seen Red State, go watch it. Red State came out of a discussion with Kevin's friend, Malcolm. I forgot his last name, but Malcolm is a documentarian. He did a documentary called um, Small Town Gay Bar. And so Kevin and Malcolm were talking about it, and Kevin was half-jokingly saying, you know, what if we did a movie about, you know, the Book of Revelations and stuff like that. So between him and Malcolm, kind of brainstorming involved this movie project called Red State. And essentially mocking the Westboro Baptist Church and everything, and the Westboro Baptist Church caught wind of this, and they were essentially protesting Kevin Smith's film and everything. Well, Kevin Smith offered a hand and saying, look, I will let you come and watch the film if the family can come in and watch the film and they can give their criticisms after the film, that would be great. So the family agreed to it, but they only stayed for like less than five minutes and left. They saw maybe like the opening scene, and then they said, you know, we gotta go. And that was it. They wouldn't even sit through a movie that, yes, was mocking them, but they wouldn't sit through that. You know, it's just I just find it very funny that these organizations and individuals choose 
to be selective of how they conduct themselves and be selective on the actions they take. And they want to have the Supreme Court say and tell, you know, support us, you know, make these cases landmark and so that we can set precedents so that we can start building the community that we're looking for. And that's what essentially is, ladies and gentlemen. The, the religious organizations are using legal action in order to set precedents so they can move forward on the Christian right agenda. This is what this is. This is nothing more than that. They get people elected in the legislature and in Congress. They try to get one of their own into the White House same way in the state level, somewhere in the state legislature, somewhere in the governor's position, and try to get their own at the state and federal Supreme Court level in order to advance their Christian right agenda. This is what they're doing. While they're building community through outlets like Liberty University, uh, through Westboro Baptist Church, through all these other organizations, Ku Klux Klan. And yeah, there may be some indirect weaving in and out, but there is some alignment to all these organizations in order for them to advance their agenda. This is what they do. Look at the look at throughout history, the Ku Klux Klan Back in the early 10s and 20s, they tried to get people in the legislature. They actually had leverage. They had political leverage. They even got leverage through other means. And they advanced it. And you had certain people who went into the KKK in order to get elected in the office. Or to say, you know, I need to be associated with them so that way I can gain power with a capital P... Through that outlet, just like the Tea Party. The Tea Party built an organization so people like Rand Paul and others use them in order to get them elected. You know, Power with a Capital P has evolved over time through various organizations. The KKK, the Tea Party, Christian Right, other organizations in order for them to elevate their platform. Or whatever agenda they have. And all these cases going before the Supreme Court is that next step. This is another level of leverage that they're trying to do. And this is why we need to stop these organizations by not going to Chick-fil-A, by not going to Hobby Lobby, by not going to certain hospitals. Yeah, you may have to change your coverage if you're going through the Affordable Health Care Act or... You know, that means this good. This is a good plan, but this is the hospital. I mean, I'm sorry. I mean, if you want to see change, there are things that you have to make changes in your own life to make. I have never gone to Walmart since 2000. I choose not to go to Walmart since 2000. I still don't go there. And I live in an area... Where, more likely, Walmart has to be the only game in town and they're open 24 hours. But I will still travel elsewhere to get my items, whether it be the local business or another similar store. 
in order to get the product I need. I am not going to help support the Walton family and the administrators of Walmart or Sam's Club. I'm just not going to do that. Same way with McDonald's, Burger King, Wendy's, Long John Silver's, etc., etc. So when you are going out and doing your actions, look at what's around you and say, you know, stop going to Hobby Lobby. They are not helping their workers. They're not there to be in the best interest of their employees. So stop going there. There's other stores like Hobby Lobby. There's Michael's. There's the local other store, your local stores that are similar to Hobby Lobby. They may not have the exact items, but I'm sure you can go to different, get your items in different places. I'd much rather get arts and crafts stuff at Dollar Tree, which I know is a big box store, but I'd much rather go there than go right over to Hobby Lobby to get stuff. Much rather go to Michael's than go to Hobby Lobby. You know, my, I might as well go to one hospital that's not a religious organization versus another. And I'm sure as hell I'm not going to go to a religious school that is really adamant about not helping their students. I went to a Catholic university in Iowa, and though they were of the Franciscan order of the Catholic Church, which is more in lines of social justice to um, upkeep, not upkeep, um, upholding poverty and so forth and so forth, the same ideals that St. Francis of Azizi as well as St. Claire of Azizi um, pushed forward in um, Azizi, Italy. Um, they at least adhere to a philosophy that I was very in tune with at the time. So I went to a religious institution, but they put their interests of the students far better than what Wheaton College is doing, far better than what Liberty University is doing, far better than any other religious school like them, Oral Roberts University, so forth and so forth. So boycotting these organizations is something that needs to be done. Letting other people know what's going on. The education out there needs to happen. And visibly state that I am not going to these places. Especially on Black Friday. I encourage everyone on Black Friday not to go to Hobby Lobby on Black Friday. I encourage you not to go to any other religious affiliated organization on Black Friday. I encourage all of you not to eat Chick-fil-A on Black Friday or or even now. Um, just don't just don't go to these places. Money makes a difference. Money unfortunately is the leverage that a lot of people use and by not going to these places really puts a deficit onto their books and therefore they have to make certain business decisions whether they need to close up or they need to change the mission and the outlook of the organization. And I much rather 
see them shift and unfortunately and I'm sorry fold up as a business and let another one grow that meets the kind of services and a little bit more consumer friendly than allowing to have all of these uh, weeds <laughs> in the field overshadowing the kind of flowers that need to be blooming in our society. So so pay attention to this court case. Um, uh, it's, it's in developments right now and they probably won't make a, a hearing until a decision until March. But between now and then, uh, check out these organizations. Um, keep listening to Firebrand where we'll try to keep you updated as much as possible by subscribing to this show and you can listen to your iTunes as well as um, Podcast Addict where you can listen to all your Android or iPhone and also keep checking us out on the network that this podcast show is at so we need to build a future where there are dreams in order to do that you need to build community by having unity. Thank you for listening to this podcast and we'll see you guys soon.